I'm glad he got to preach that for a few minutes because y'all ain't going to like what I got to preach this morning. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you, sometimes us preachers like to stand and preach. Sometimes we don't. And uh, this message be for me just like it is for you. Amen. This morning. But uh, if you will, you can turn your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 16 and verse 17. Then you will have to flip around in the Bible. If you want to follow me in the Bible, maybe Brother Barry have it on the wall here and you won't have to. But uh, we're going to skip around quite a bit today because we are going to preach on giving, on giving. But before we do, how many veterans do we have today? Stand up. Stand up. Veterans. Stand up. Amen. Let's give them a hand. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you for your service. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you see somebody, a cop or a, or, or a veteran or someone in uniform, you thank them for their service. Like Brother Don just said, there's a reason we're here. There's a reason we have freedom. There's a reason I'm able to stand and preach today. Amen. And I praise the Lord. I wanted to preach on a, a Veterans Day message, but God said, no, you've got to preach this. This message, this what I'm preaching on today, I, I very, very seldom preach on it because if i don't have to i'm not going to amen i just the way i am but uh god spoke to my heart after i i text ryan and told him my throat was closed up and and uh, uh he said well dad i don't have a thing and i said well i got in there and got to pray and boy god just got to speaking i went on got in the shower started getting ready and the holy ghost just started flooding my soul and i love it when he does that amen you preachers know what i'm saying Amen, and there ain't no greater feeling in this world, amen, uh, to stand and preach a message you know God's giving you except receiving that message when God's giving it to you. And what a blessing it is. Deuteronomy 16 and verse 17, the Bible says, Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessings of the Lord thy God which he hath given thee. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, today, dear Lord. Dear Lord Jesus, I, I, I praise your wonderful name and thank you, God, for this day. Dear God, thank you for these folks that come together. Lord, thank you for our veterans, dear Lord. God, thank you for what they mean to us, dear God, what they mean to this country. Lord, it's the reason we're free, dear God, and I praise you for that. I just pray, God, now take me and use me, God, for your honor and your glory, dear Heavenly Father. Help us to stand and preach this the way you see fit, dear Lord Jesus. I love you today. Touch every heart and every life. In Jesus' precious, holy, loving name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. I thought about this on the giving, and, and there's several different things that I do want to bring out. But uh, And you just bear with me because I'm going to have to drink a lot of water. As I said, I couldn't hardly talk when I woke up this morning. And it wasn't because of the Alabama game either. Amen. I've done been accused of that, but it wasn't. I didn't holler at the TV but one time, and that's when we scored. Amen. It was my grandbaby's ball games, I guess, that got my voice the most. But anyway, amen. It did. It, it was what it was. But the Lord touched me, and I praise God for that. But there's several different things I want to talk to you about. And hey, some, you know, even though I've been preaching, pastoring for thirty something years, God still shows me things over and over and over. And and I've not preached on this very much. In any church I've pastored, sick church, very little I've preached on this. And, and it has to be preached on, don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you, folks don't like to hear it a lot of times. Amen. But I thank God 
for this message because it burned a hole in my heart when I was a lad. When I was a young man and my mom and my dad taught me growing up how to give not only money but how to give. Amen. And it changed my life completely and it's made my life so much better because of it. If you're here and you're struggling, you know, I've told y'all before, I have people to call me and say, Pastor or preacher, what's wrong? Why Why am I struggling? Why is my life not, not good? Why, why am I so unhappy? There's a lot of different reasons, but I hope this message might show some of you why you're unhappy today. Amen? The scripture we just read, Deuteronomy 16, 17. Amen? According to income. This is spiritual rules for giving. And like I said, I'm not just going to preach on giving of your money, but we're going to preach on giving of your time and giving of yourself, which is more important because if you don't give your time and give yourself, there ain't no need in giving of your money. Amen? But I thought about this in Deuteronomy 16, 17. Every man shall give as he is able. You know, we've always been taught that you should give a tithe. Amen? And I'll get on into that in a little bit. But this verse plainly says, every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessings of the Lord thy God, according to the blessings of the Lord thy God, which he hath given thee. How much has God blessed you in your life? How many of us sitting in here is God not blessed? There's not a one of us can say, well, God's not blessed me. I'm telling you, even those that are lost are blessed a lot. Did you know a lot of businesses, amen, that don't even acknowledge God at all? They'll give a tenth of what they make because they know that's the right thing to do. But here this scripture blesses my heart because he says, as give as he is able. I will tell you this, and I'm going to get on into the tithing here in a minute. But, you know, I've always had some folks to tell me, well, preacher, I, I feel like I ought just give as I'm able. You know, if I give as I'm able, I give over a tenth. If we give as we're able, we'll probably give 20 or 30 percent. Amen? That's just the truth. Because God has blessed us in ways like we could never been blessed if we wasn't a child of the king. And I'm going to tell you, as I go and preach this message, you're going to see. You're going to see and realize that your life is not blessed, that your life's not what it could be because you don't give like God wants you to give. This church is doing fine. If you don't never give a dollar, this church is doing fine. But I want to tell you something. Because I realized God wanted me to give, God started blessing me. Just like Paul said over to the Philippian church, he said, listen, you sent me an offering. And that was a blessing to me because Paul needed that offering. He didn't have food to eat. He didn't have clothes to wear. He needed that offering. But he said, it's not for me as much as it is for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, as the verse says, every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessings of the Lord thy God, which he hath given thee. We can't think in our mind, am I able to give this much? We need to give as we know we're able. Amen. How much has God blessed you? Amen. How much has God blessed you? And uh, this is just me. Having gone by the 10% rule, okay? And, and we're going to get into some, and, and we're not going to get off point one today. 
Amen. I'd like to because I got six of them had to bury. Amen. But I, I, I'd like to get off this. But let me read you a few scriptures. Genesis 14, 20. Listen to, what, listen to the word of God. And blessed be the most. Don't listen to Jeff. Listen to the word. And blessed be the most high God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand, and he gave him tithes of all. You know what a tithe is in the Bible? It's 10%. Genesis 28, 22. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. You say, Pastor, this is the Old Testament. Yes, it is, but I'm telling you, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. Amen. Leviticus 27:30, and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. You hear that? They said a tenth is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. Did you hear that? It is holy unto the Lord. Some folks says, well, Pastor, it's not important that I give a tenth. It may not be to you, but I'll tell you something. I'm so glad God showed me a long time ago. I'm so glad I taught my boys, you give a tenth. If you at least give a tenth. And then listen, as I said a while ago, I learned down through my life that in times God blessed me enough to give more than a tenth. Did you know anything you give above that is an offering? Amen. And we're going to get on into a little more scripture. 2 Chronicles 31.5, And as soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of corn. What's the first fruits in the Old Testament? It was a tithe. It was a tenth. The first fruits of everything, and oil, and honey, and all the increases of the field, and the tithe of all things brought they in abundantly. And because they brought in their first fruits, they were blessed abundantly. Amen? All right. Scriptures of all scriptures, Malachi 3, okay? I just want to flip over to Malachi, and I want to read all that. I didn't have that down, Brother Barry, so you may not be able to put all that up. But over in Malachi, and I want to start reading about verse 6, Malachi, okay? If you got your Bibles, turn to Malachi. Amen. And I am going to get to these other points because I'm going to have to. Amen. We got to preach this today. I'm going to tell you, God, God got on me. God showed me I wasn't giving as much as I could give. And uh, that he is blessing me a lot more than what I was giving. And so I, I'm going to have to. And listen, y'all know me. I don't preach on this unless God makes me. God had to just whoop me to make me preach on this. Amen. But amen. You flip with me over to Malachi chapter 3 and about verse 6. He said, for I am the Lord. Has everybody got it? Malachi 3. That's the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi is. Last book of the Old Testament, right before Matthew. The last page right before the New Testament. Malachi 3, 6. For I am the Lord. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. And listen, if you're sitting in here and you do all this that I'm preaching this morning, you're sitting here feeling pretty good about yourself, knowing what God's doing in your life because you are doing what this scripture says. Amen. Can I get amen out of that? Amen. Now I'm telling you, even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. Did you hear what he said? 
They had gone astray. They wasn't living for God. He said, Return unto me, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Wherein shall we return? Listen to what it's saying. Wake up and listen to me just a minute. Wherein shall we return, Lord? We're always doing what we ought to do. God said, uh-uh. Verse 8. This is what he says. Will a man rob God? Listen to me, church. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? He said, in tithes and offerings. I preached one time on, will a man rob God? And, and folks, I'll be honest with you, people's living in stolen homes, people's living in stolen cars, people's wearing stolen clothes. And, and I, I'll just be honest with you, and it, it, you know what the best practice is? The best practice is when you get that paycheck and you put it in your pocket, best practice is to give God his first. That's what I just read you all these scriptures and showed you what the Word of God says. That we should first give God our first fruits. Why do we fast in January? Because it's our first fruits. Because we want the rest of the year to go good and to go for God. Amen. We want our lives and our home lives to go for God. How many times have I told y'all the way to a man's heart is to his billfold? Is that not the truth? Amen. You show me a man that don't care to give, that just gives and gives and gives, and I'll show you a man that loves Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me finish this scripture. I've got to get to a few more points anyway. He said, bring ye all. I love this scripture. I'm so glad God showed me this when I was a teenager. He said, ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Not just God, not just the church, but the whole nation was robbing God. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. What's the storehouse? Did you know this is our storehouse? It's not down the road at your neighbor's house. This is our storehouse because this is where we come together to worship. He says, bring your tithes first to the storehouse. Then if you got something over a tithe, you give it to the evangelist on TV. And that will be your offering. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. We have done that so many times. I can't tell you. We dug two or three or four wells. I don't know. We planted trees in Israel and gave them $800 or $1,000. As a church, we've done this. And God has blessed us so much because of it. That was our offering. Our church has never had to go lacking. Amen. And we're paying for an awesome building here, I believe. Amen. But our church has never gone lacking because we've always tried to give our offerings to God. Amen. He said, bring the all your tithes in the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house so the church can be taken care of. You say, preachers, our church not took care of. Yes, we're in good shape. But God said, preach it. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to come in here and shout the house down like we did last Sunday. Amen. Sister Jenny, she said, when you looked at me and said, the devil's on me, she said, Lord, he was beating me upside the head sitting back there. I said, I knew he was. Amen. She said, he was telling me every kind of fool I was for getting up and shouting. I told Miss Shirley about it. Miss Shirley would have been right in the middle of it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Bring you all your tithes in the storehouse that there may be meat 
Where did I get to? Is that where I got to? That there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open. Listen to this, y'all. This is the way to be blessed to God beyond measure. Look, if I will not open you the windows of heaven, open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. How many of you have been praying for a double portion? How many of you have been praying just to bubble over and God to anoint you in a mighty way? Maybe this right here is where you need to start. Maybe this is why God hasn't got you up and running a little bit. Maybe this is why you ain't been able to stand up and testify in God's house. Amen? Praise the Lord. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. In verse 11, and I will rebuke the devourer, devourer, devour, how you say that? Devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Do you hear that? And I will rebuke the devil. I'll rebuke Satan. I'll put him behind you. He'll have to leave you alone for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Divine favor, church. That's where we get divine favor. That's where we get the blessings of God. And all nations, not just individuals, but all nations shall call you blessed. Folks, look at this church and say, look out, God's blessing that church. Amen. For ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. All right. Now, that's point one. I got about 20 more. Now. But I'm going to tell you something, church. Mark that scripture. Mark that scripture in your Bible. It is so important to everybody sitting in here. If you are a child of the king, it is so important. And listen, some of you turned me off a long time ago in what I'm preaching and what I'm saying, but don't. Please don't. Please listen to what God's word is saying. Amen? Okay. Amen. Not only according to our income and according to how we've been blessed, but with ostentation. Amen. You didn't know I could say a big word like that, did you? Ostentation. Yes, and I had to look it up in Webster's because I didn't have a clue what it meant. Amen. Matthew 6, 3 says this. But when thou doest, and I had to ask Rhonda on way up here twice. I said, honey, is that how am I saying it right? Because I know, amen, that y'all would get on me if I didn't. Matthew 6, 3 says, But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. What's that mean? Without boasting. Don't do it for show. Don't try to be seen. Don't throw that hundred in the plate where everybody can see it. They bring it around and you hold it up and shake it a little bit. Amen. You don't go give your neighbor $100 because their house burnt or because they need some groceries, and then you go bragging about it all over the country. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. You do it so God will bless you. And you believe me when I tell you how much God will bless you. Let me tell you how things go if you don't. Amen, you take, you hold out on God, and you rob God. I didn't say that's what the Word said. 
You get home and, and you go to washing that load of clothes and the washing machine tires up. But Lord, do have mercy, got to get it fixed because everybody's got to wash clothes. So you get your washing machine fixed, you put the clothes in the dryer, got your washing machine fixed, the dryer tires up. You get in your car next morning to go to work and the alternator's out. Can I get amen? I'm talking about robbing from God, taking what God has given you, and he says, all I need is a tenth. All I need is just 10% back, church. That's what God said. I didn't say that. But I've lived my life according to that. And I want to tell you something. I'm 60, and God's blessed me every day, every month, every year, every minute of my life. And that's where it all starts. That's where it all starts is being a giver. Being a giver. Amen. Ostentation. Amen. That's beer and mayonnaise. Whew. Praise the Lord. Y'all go home and tell somebody your pastor used some big words this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's what I just told you. It means without boasting or doing it for show or being it to, doing it to be seen. Amen. We need to give not only not to be seen, but we need to give freely. Listen to what the Word of God says about giving freely. Matthew 10, 8 says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Listen, you hear what I was saying to start with? Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Cast out devils freely. Ye have received. Freely give. Freely. Freely we've received. What have we received? We received salvation for starters, which is everything. We received a heavenly home. Imagine that Christ is going to prepare for you and I. We received everything to live as Christ. Amen. To live down here is to have the blessings of God on us if we're living for us. But to die is gain. And we've been saved. Oh, we've got heaven to gain and hell to shine. Hallelujah, church. Amen. I'm telling you, we must give, not only according to your income, without ostentation, but we must give freely. Amen. Let me get on. We need to give regularly and every week. You say, well, Pastor, I ain't never seen that in the Word of God. Amen. It's there. 1 Corinthians 16, 2, the Word of God says, Upon the first day of the week. Are you hearing me? You know this is where we get going to church on Sunday. Did you know Saturday is the Sabbath? Did you know folks tell you you're going to hell because you don't worship on the Sabbath? I got a friend that tells me that, Pastor Jeff, Brother Jeff, I love you, and you're my friend, but you're going to hell. <laughs> so he tells me. I say, Brother, you just don't know nothing, do you? Amen. I say, if you don't get washed in the blood, you are. We have a good time setting up with each other. But I'm heart praying that the man will get saved. But 1 Corinthians 16, 2 says, Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. Upon the first, every, every week. We should give every week. I'd hate to die with God's money in my pocket. Did you know I, I've left church and I had a check or something, and I, I made sure I went back and gave it because I didn't want to die or something happen and, and me not be able to give God his money. That's how important to me it is. 
that we give God what's his. Amen? Amen. We don't only give freely, but we need to give regularly. We need to give every week. Amen. And, and what, what's God? I mean, there's been times, folks, that I'd have to miss church. But you know what I'd do? I'd send it. I'd send it or something. I, I, there's been times I've even drove to Don and John, amen, and give them my time. I, I hadn't had to do that in a long time because I ain't had to miss in a long time. But I'll tell you something, folks. It's very important that we give, amen. And the Word of God, I didn't say that. The Word of God said it, amen. Not only regularly, not only every week, but you know what God blesses? What does God bless? Amen. Maybe we'll get to shout a little bit here. Praise God, I done kicked I done kicked you, you done down, I've kicked you a little bit. Maybe we'll get shout a few minutes, amen? Cheerfully, amen? God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. How many times have you seen somebody hold on to that $10 or that dollar and the ink come leaking out of there because they want this, they hate, just hate to put it in the plate? Amen. If you ever give anything begrudgingly, you give it and it's no good anyway. We ought to be a cheerful giver, and the only way to be a cheerful giver is to give willingly. And to give because God says we ought to give, but not only because God says we ought to give, but because God has blessed you so much, church. Most everybody's got two vehicles. Most everybody slept in the bed last night or on the couch or in the recliner. Amen. Most everybody probably watched ball games on TV yesterday. Most everybody probably ate two or three meals yesterday. Might even went out to eat. Amen? God has blessed us so. Everybody is dressed today. I dare to say nobody had to walk to church this morning. God has blessed us all, church, so much. He said, be a cheerful giver. Be a cheerful giver. And as I said from the start, what you feel in your heart between you and God, according to how God has blessed you, that's how you need to give. You say, well, Pastor, I don't have enough to go around. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. This here's how I've lived my life. According to if I could take care of my wife and children and pay my bills, it's how I've lived my life. If I can't take care of my wife and kids and pay my bills, I'm going to go get another job. If it took two jobs, that's what I'd do. If it took 12 hours a day, six days a week, that's what I did. Because you know what the Word of God also says? A man that don't provide for his family is worse than an infidel. God help us, church. What's happened to our men that don't want to work? God help us. You say, well, what about the women? I'm not going to say nothing about the women. You know why? Unless you are the provider, then you need to get to work. If you're not the provider and you got a husband, he's supposed to take care of you and the family. That's what the Word of God says. Amen. That's what Jesus and the Word of God says. Amen. But he said, blessed is a cheerful giver. And I told you, that's not all I'm going to preach on this morning because money is not all we need to give. 
That's just the beginning. You hear me? That's just the beginning. It's giving of our money. How many of you know our money and giving is not just a start? Amen. But here, here's what I wrote down. Let every one of us do the work of the Lord. Amen. And do what God would have us do. But listen, I don't know what Brother Don was saying when he's testifying and preaching. He's talking about somebody might need to announce your car and preach. It's got to start right here. If you're going to be a preacher, you need to do what God's Word says to start with. If, John, if you believe John 3.16, you better believe what I've just preached. If you believe God's preparing you a mansion, you better believe what I've just preached because it is in the Word of God. Let me ask you a question. How many times have y'all heard me preach on this in 15 years? Truthfully. Twice. Folks, I'm tell you something. I don't preach this unless God makes me. And I'll tell you, he, he almost had to take a belt whoop me. That's why Ryan couldn't get anything this morning. Because God said, your church needs to hear this. It's not because Brother Jeff said it, but it's because God is wanting to bless you. God wants to bless you, church. What did Malachi say? He said, bring your tithes and offerings to the storehouse. See if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour out the blessings like you never received before. You're liable to run. You're liable to shout. You're liable to praise God like you never have before. You're liable to get up and testify and the altars fill up. You're liable to go to the hospitals. What did it say about healing the sick? You're liable to go lay hands on somebody and pray and God raise them. They may be eat up with cancer, and you go pray with them. And God said, I'm going to heal them because you're doing what I'd have you to do. This is where it starts, church. You say, that's, just the, that, that's where it starts. That's what he said in Malachi. This here's why I'm not blessing you, and I'm going to tell you how I will bless you. Was that nobody said in verse 6 and 7? This is how I'm going to bless you if you will quit robbing me. But folks, we've got to give of ourselves, not just our money. But if we don't never give of ourselves, what good is it? Amen? If we don't never do nothing to help the church, amen, we're fixing to have a work day as soon as we can. I've been saying that for three months. We've let it get cold now, and our water's going to freeze when it hits the side of the building. But amen, we're going to have a work day. But, you know, we ought to give ourselves. You know what? You know what I love? I love it when people come up to me and say, Brother Jeff, what can I do to help? A blessing? Is that a blessing? Yes, that was a great blessing. You know, the first thing I do, I get in the car. Going home, I tell Ron, I say, honey, so-and-so said they need, need to do, help me do this. Or I tell them, so-and-so wants to start this ministry. It excites me. It excites me for you to be excited about Jesus. It excites me for you to be excited about the Word of God. It excites me for you to be excited about giving. About giving. Why? Because the church starts at home. You are the church. It starts at your home. And when your home is blessed, this church is going to be blessed in a mighty way. As I said at the start of this message, if you've been doing this, if you've been doing this, you're blessed like you've never been blessed before. Amen? So I want you. I desperately want you. Everybody stand. Come on. Amen, Ryan, or whoever's coming to sing. I want you to mind the Spirit of the Lord this morning. 
Amen. And I don't want you not to come to altar because you know there are folks going. You, I don't don't think. Well, listen, they're going to think I'm not tithing. Don't think that. If you need to come pray, you come pray. I don't care what it is. You mind the spirit of God this morning as they get ready to sing. I want you to mind the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are we? Do we? We need to. Amen. We need to. If we want to be what God would have us to be, we need to. Amen. Are we robbing God this morning? Not just of our money, but are we robbing him of ourselves? Are we giving ourselves only to the work? Listen, some people think that you must provide too much for your family, too much for your home, too much for what you drive, and not provide for the church. But you need to provide for your church too. Folks, God's blessed us with an awesome church. We just talked about it Wednesday night on how much God, we are family. We are family. Amen. I see y'all more than I see my family. I thank God my family, what's in this church, because I get to see them a lot. But God has blessed us so much. As they sing, would you come? <laughs>